I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. Hello and welcome to I'm with the band here on the Mesh Podcast Network. I am your host, Andrew Moose. I'm with the band invites musicians and bands of all types to discuss their current projects, their touring lives, and lives as musicians. If this is your first time listening to I'm With The Band, of course, thank you. We appreciate you guys stopping in. We couldn't do this podcast without you. And please, if you feel so inclined, mash that subscribe button to get all these episodes beamed directly to your preferred device. This episode of I'm With The Band is produced in partnership with the No Contact Concert Series, Codex Sound, and Midwood Entertainment. If you are considering advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network, it's a super low-cost option to reach a targeted audience. And I've heard that the only people who listen to the Mesh Podcast have a ton of money and all they want to do is spend it with you. So uh, reach out to themesh.tv backslash advertise or send an email to info at themesh.tv for more information. Uh, Today, we are currently podcasting away from the beautiful Mesh Studios in beautiful downtown Hickory, and we are currently smack dab in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, during this pandemic, Codex Sound and Midwood Entertainment have been kind enough to put on the No Contact Concert Series, which helps bands and fans interact via the internet. My guests today are playing the No Contact Series this Saturday, May 30th. I'd like to welcome Eric and Lance from South Hill Banks. What's up, dudes? How's it going, man? Howdy. Oh, man, it's good to hear from you guys. I'm really excited to see you guys play this weekend. Um, it, this is a really cool format. Have you guys watched any of the other series that's, that's happened so far? Yeah, I've definitely been checking them out. Uh, it looks fantastic. It's it's a great opportunity for bands that, you know, just like us and all across the country and the world that haven't been on a stage in a while to, uh, to you know, really show what we, we have done and haven't done in a while. And uh, it looks like, you know, fantastic production. Can't wait to be a part of it. Absolutely. And, and I got to put ears on some of your music. Um, again, new fan guys. I, I really like what I hear from you. Um, jam grass is basically my favorite type of music. So, um, you guys are right up my alley and, um, I got to listen to, uh, no time for a breakdown, which is available everywhere. Uh, that's a, and, and you guys also have another album out as well. And that's also available everywhere. And, uh, but so it, it blends a bunch of different, uh, types of bluegrass music. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, uh, what you, how you guys developed your sound and uh, some inspiration you draw from that? Sure. Um, well, we kind of, uh, we've gone through, we've through different genres uh, throughout our whole uh, inception, which was in 2015 is when we first started playing. Um, we kind of first started out as just uh, a three piece, which had um, just acoustic guitar, banjo and mandolin. Um, and then for the No Time for a Breakdown, that's the first album that we had an electric guitar with us, too. And uh, that had a lot to do with uh, how that album sounds. Because, you know, it's got acoustic elements to it, but then it also, you know, combines rock and roll uh, also. Which um, I think um, that that album in, particularly, uh, in particular kind of uh, showcases that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it kind of came together and... Um, it turned out pretty, you know, pretty interesting because it is just a, a different take on uh, kind of bluegrass music. Right. Yeah, you know, and, I, and I've used this phrase before on the podcast. It's uh, I would classify you guys as not your pappy's bluegrass band. 
And yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, it's not the traditional bluegrass. And I think that's the way that this type of music is really shifting. And I, I honestly think it's preferable because the um, up more of the electronics that you guys are bringing into uh, to that sound just enhances it, in my opinion. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are, you know, the traditional bluegrass fans that that sneer at us. But um, I, I think that uh, the, the sound that you guys are developing and the maybe even the genre of the entire sound is really what folks are looking for, because it not only melds the traditional bluegrass sound it, it it does incorporate and blend those sounds of rock and roll and and psychedelic and and, and everything else um so what other bands are you guys listening to right now uh, i i feel like it changes every day for me uh but from <clears throat> jason isbell american aquarium to led zeppelin uh you know fish grateful dead from all of us i mean i of course i'd listen to green sky bluegrass and infamous string dusters railroad or Everyone on the scene now, Larry Keel. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I, I honestly, I I just go to you know Spotify and and just try to discover artists every day because uh, you know, just like us, we don't know how our sound's going to be in a year or two, and and I like to discover you know new bands or or older bands that are are always coming out with new music, and um, you know, I really I think with at least with me, I would really big open mind in terms of, uh, you know, what I like, cause I, I kind of like a little bit of everything. Um, but being what our sound is and we, you know, it's even hard to explain what we do. You know, we play with bluegrass instruments, but it doesn't necessarily sound like traditional bluegrass. Um, definitely has, has gotten me to, to have an open mind with, you know, what I listen to and like to explore. Yeah. I think that's a, that's happened to a lot of us. Uh, I, I think that we have, you know, just, just in producing music, playing music out to crowds and, um, and all that good stuff, you know, you really do feed off that energy and what people like and what people are saying, Hey, you guys sound like these guys are like, well, I've never even heard of those guys. How can we sound like those guys? I, I'm <laughs> not sure, but I think that's really cool how bands are being able to, discover bands like you guys and other bands in that genre because they might ha have heard something on Spotify or Apple music that might've been, you know, propagated to their stream or, or, or whatever. And just because you like some sort of artist. Um, and, and I think that's how it is for a lot of musicians and how they write. They, they don't necessarily try to emulate the music they listen to, but they might, um, they, they're going to pick, they're going to pick little bits from each of it. So that's why I kind of like asking that question is because, um, you know, in this first song we're going to listen to, you know, it, it's, it's definitely incorporates that traditional bluegrass sound, but it's definitely got that new jam grass sound too. So we're going to break away and listen to South Hill Banks miss this ride from their new album. No time for a breakdown. i 
Spectre from Richmond, Virginia. I, I'm sorry, I forgot to, to to mention that earlier. What's the Richmond, Virginia music scene going to look like after all this? Do you how was it before? What do you think it's going to be after? Um, it's definitely always been a very tight knit community uh, here in Richmond. Uh, a lot of bands going out and supporting each other, uh, things like that. You know, with this whole <clears throat> halt right now with the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic. I can imagine that things are going to be a lot different in terms of all concerts afterwards. Um, you know, it's just tough. It's it's tough to kind of predict what it's going to be like. It's kind of hard to get a timeline as of right now of when venues are going to be able to be back at full capacity. But um, I think, you know, in time, everybody will support everyone. You know, every, everyone knows how hard this has been for musicians in particular. And uh I don't know, man. I mean, we've been doing our best to try to stay, you know, on top of things and relevant with the streams. And um, we just like with the no contact uh, concert series that we're doing on this uh, this weekend. But, um, you know, it's it's just one of those things that I think it, in, in time will bounce back. Um, but uh, it's just kind of hard to, to tell when <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, it seems like everybody's flying by the seat of their pants right now. And it's um and we just have to be ready to go when it's ready, you know. Yeah, and, exactly. and and I think the, the the platforms that that Codex and Midwood are putting on, I, you know, I, I think it just helps us hone our skills, sharpen our knives, if you will. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. I know you you mentioned fish earlier. Trey was writing a song a day there for a minute and and putting those out. Uh, I thought that was really cool. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Yeah, yeah, we did, man. Uh, Trey's one of those guys that he he can find the happy in pretty much anything now. I feel like so uh, right. It's been really awesome to watch him uh, him put those songs out. Pretty much as you said, like daily. Um, it's no hiding that he's still writing a lot of music. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, he went, uh, I was reading an article or saw, saw a quick video. Trey didn't put out anything for like a week. People thought he was dead. <laughs> like he wrote 14 songs every day and then he didn't write anything for a week. Yeah. Uh, is he okay? Like, should we get a check on him? <laughs> That's funny.
Georgia all the way to Maine. Never in my life have I seen so much pain. Walking, walking, Appalachian blue. For a poor boy in the spring, there ain't no better path than the world's true. Tooth and old Rocky, a team. Pick up your brother's tin, fill his canteen. Walk in, walk in, Appalachian blue. For a poor boy in the spring, there ain't no better path in the world. Things that you could never know. Walking, walking, Appalachian blues. For a poor boy in the spring, there ain't no better path to choose. What is uh, South Hill Bank's favorite venue to play? Let's say in Virginia. Uh, that's it's a tough question. There's so many, I mean, from. It's like picking your favorite kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we, we always love our hometown, Richmond, Virginia. Um, you know, we did a two year residency at the camel every month, uh, second Friday. That was fantastic. That had a huge stepping stone in, in the growth of SHB. Um, of course, you know, we love coming back to the Broadberry um, here in Richmond. Uh, you got Martin's. In Roanoke, Five Points Music Sanctuary in Roanoke. Um, shoot, Gypsy Sally's was always awesome in, in D.C. That unfortunately closed down not too long ago. We are seeing um, some of those smaller venues, um, maybe not going to make it out through this, which is super unfortunate. But, um, you know, I saw you guys play, played at the neighborhood uh, pretty recently um, in Charlotte. And I know that they, those guys are having a tough time. So if you're listening out there and can spare a dollar or two, I think they have a GoFundMe that you can go try to uh, give a little bit of, give a little bit of your stimulus money to the, uh, the neighborhood theater, if you're so inclined, because I think they are, they're having a tough time. So uh, yeah, keep those small venues in mind listeners, because those, um, those guys are, they're struggling too. Um, so yeah, I'm super uh, excited to hear you guys play on the No Contact concert series uh, this Saturday. Um, I, and a lot of other bands that I've talked to are using uh, different online platforms to reach their audience. Um, have you guys dabbled in the uh, in the other online streams? Yeah, we've done a couple uh, Facebook Live. Um, we, we've used Zoom. Uh, you know, we've done uh, one thing with, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think we've done a couple different with nectar sunglasses uh we did uh, pretty much in- instagram live and facebook live with them uh jam in the van we did a jam in our van not too long ago oh, which nice. was That's awesome. um 
And but in terms of the platforms, I've, at least I've found. I mean, one you have. I, I don't know. It's it's pretty much a mystery, and I feel like nobody really has a direct answer in terms of what works best. I think the biggest thing is just having a good connection, because uh, we've had good and bad experiences with with every platform. It seems like it's just. I, I think uh, you have to have a strong connection, and you know, the cell phone microphone pretty much picks up everything that you need. Of course, you can get it in it advanced as getting an interface with a mixer mic or something like that. Sure makes sure makes a great microphone that hooks right into the basically the charging port of your iPhone and it's a directional multi-directional mic. I've seen some some people using but in at live events um and I'm sure that could uh transfer that over. You can buy uh, one of those at Larry's Music and Sound if you're in Hickory that's a free plug Larry if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the online streaming is going to be um uh, definitely ramped up because people have basically have had a three month practice run with all this. So um, a, a lot of bands that have, that are reaching their audience during this time are going to be poised to, I would say, catch more gigs on the way out. And when things start ramping back up because they are, or they have been uh, interacting with their fans and they have been putting out new music or writing new music. Um, so uh, speaking of new music, the uh, the album that you guys have just uh, released, No Time for a Breakdown, uh, where did you guys record that? Yeah, we did it in Richmond. Uh, it was in a studio uh, close to where all of us live called uh, Scott's Edition Sounds. And um, we worked with uh, recording engineer Stuart Myers, who's uh, he's done some work with the infamous String Dusters and uh, Love Cannon. And... Um, Put it together, and uh, you know we recorded it in a, probably the period of about a, you know a few weeks, and um, came out with a product that we we really enjoyed and uh, we're proud of. I encourage all of our listeners to go out there and and and, and buy that album, stream it, and all that all that good stuff. Um, guys, tell us tell the I'm with the band crowd where you guys can be found. Uh, we can be found, uh, and actually that album's <laughs> on vinyl on our website as well. But oh, nice. Aside from that, um, you know, definitely Spotify, Facebook, Instagram at South Hill Banks. Uh, we have a website, southhillbanks.com, uh, <clears throat> iTunes, you know, all the uh, all the streaming platforms. And uh, we actually have a small YouTube channel that has a couple live uh, live clips of us as well. Nice. Well, the South Hill Banks band is playing the No Contact Concert Series this Saturday, May 30th, 2020 at 8 p.m. And you can catch that live stream at www.crowd-less.com or you can head over to the No Contact Concert Series Facebook page uh, and find that stream and also find out about all their upcoming events. I saw the calendar. It looks great. Uh, Eric and Lance from South Hill Banks, thank you all so much for coming on. We appreciate it a lot. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having us. Awesome. And we'd also like for you to go and head over to the TV to check out all of our other podcasts, subscribe to them to make sure that those podcasts are beamed directly to your favorite device. Uh, my name is Andrew Moose, and this has been I'm With The Band on the Mesh Podcast Network. We're going to leave you now with South Hill Banks' Buckingham Palace. <laughs>